Visit licentureexams.com and try our samples completely free of charge. In all fields of life, organic, mental, and social, there exist totalities quantitatively distinct from their parts and imposing them on an organization. For Jean Piaget, this was a centerpiece for his entire life's work. This principle forms the basis of his structuralist philosophy. He continued working on a general theory of structures and tying his psychological work to biology for most of his career. He noticed, for example, that even infants have certain skills in regard to objects in their environment. These skills were certainly simple ones, sensory motor skills, but they directed the way in which the infant explored his or her environment, and so how they gained more knowledge of the world and more sophisticated exploratory skills. These skills he called schemas, a schema, a system of organized general knowledge stored in long-term memory that guides the encoding and retrieval of information. When a child learns to transfer a schema to a new object, Piaget called that assimilation, specifically assimilating a new object into an old schema. Assimilation, the process of adding new material or information to an existing schema. When an existing schema does not work with a new object, accommodation occurs. Accommodation, the process of altering or revising an existing schema in light of new information. Assimilation and accommodation are the two sides of adaptation. Piaget's term for what most of us would call learning. Assimilation and accommodation work like a pendulum, swinging and advancing our understanding of the world and our competency in it. According to Piaget, accommodation and assimilation help balance the structure of the mind with the environment. When accommodation and assimilation reach a congruency, it would indicate that one has a good or at least good enough model of the universe. This ideal state Piaget calls equilibrium. Piaget noted that there were periods where assimilation dominated, periods where accommodation do dominated, and periods of relative equilibrium, and that these periods were similar among all the children in their nature and their timing, and so he developed the idea of stages of cognitive development. Sensory motor, pre-operational, concrete operations, and formal operations. The sensor-motor stage, birth to two years. In this stage, the infant uses senses and motor abilities to understand the world, beginning with reflexes and ending with complex combinations of sensory-motor skills. Characteristics of this stage are the child knows through active interaction with the environment and becomes aware of cause and effect relationships. The child learns that objects exist even when not in view. This is referred to as object permanence. The appreciation that an object no longer in view can still exist and reappear later. In this stage, the child also is capable of crudely imitating the actions of others. Pre-operational stage, ages 2 to 6 years. The pre-operational stage lasts from about 2 to 7 years. 
Characteristics of this stage begin by the child being very egocentric. Language and mental representations develop. Objects are classified by just one characteristic at a time. Perhaps the most famous example of the pre-operational child centrism is what Piaget refers to as their inability to conserve liquid volume. If a child in this stage is shown some liquid in a short, large glass, and then the exact same amount is poured into a tall, skinny glass, she will tend to focus on only one of the dimensions of the glass. Since the liquid in the tall, skinny glass goes up much higher, he is likely to assume there is more liquid in that one than in the short, large glass, even though there is the same amount in each glass. Once a child has the capability of mental representation of objects, they are able to use their imagination to pretend. There it is just a short step to the use of symbols. A symbol is a thing that represents something else. The use of language is, of course, the prime example. But another good example of symbol use is creative play, wherein checkers or cookies, papers or dishes, a box is a table, and so on, mentally manipulating the objects in the absence of the actual object involved. In a way, manipulating symbols. We are essentially thinking in a way that infants could not. It is the development of the child's ability to decenter that marks him or her as having moved to the next stage, the concrete operation stage. This stage occurs in ages 7 to 12. Some characteristics of this stage are development of conservation of volume and length, organizing objects into ordered categories, understanding rational terms, bigger, than, above, and the beginning of using simple logic. The word operations refers to logical operations or principles we use when solving problems. In this stage, a child not only uses symbols representationally, but can manipulate how those symbols are logically. Children in the concrete operation stage are able to take into account another person's point of view and consider more than one perspective. However, the child has a hard time applying his newfound logic abilities to non-concrete or abstract events. The next stage the form is the formal operation stage. In this stage, thinking becomes abstract and symbolic. Reasoning skills and a sense of hypothetical concept is developed. In this stage, we become increasingly competent at adult-style thinking. This involves using logical operations and using them in abstract rather than the concrete. We often call this hypothetical thinking. Some key words for review are schema, assimilation, accommodation, adaptation, equilibrium. Piaget's stages include sensory motor, pre-operational, concrete operations, and formal operations.